So much great Advertising Week content, so little time. Snackable AI is now helping you navigate podcasts like this one, event sessions, and other content with chapters, topic tags, and more. Find the insights that matter to you faster than ever before. Learn more at snackable.ai. Today's guest on the AW360 podcast is David George, CEO of Pixability. David and I discuss why YouTube is so important for today's advertisers, how the TV experience continues to evolve, and Pixability's role as a leading brand safety and suitability provider. I hope you enjoy this episode. David George, welcome to the AW360 podcast. Glad to have you on today. Thank you, Richard, and uh, appreciate you having me on your program today. So you're CEO of Pixability, which is very fun to say. What does Pixability do, and what sorts of problems does Pixability solve for marketers? Sure. Well, uh, so Pixability, uh, we're basically at our core a data and technology company, and we provide a video ad tech platform that enables advertisers to not only ensure their ads are running against video content that is safe and suitable, but we also deliver optimal outcomes at the lowest possible cost. So in terms of uh, you know, the, the, the challenges that we support advertisers with, first and foremost, you know, and this has been an evolution over the years, uh, you know, there were challenges uh, uh, you know, around brand safety. I think platforms, uh, uh, have done a better job with that over the years. So the conversation really has moved more towards brand suitability in a video world. So how do my how do I make sure my ads are in content that is suitable for me? What is suitable for Rolex is going to be different than what's suitable for a gaming company, et cetera. Um, so you know we we have software that makes it uh, very simple to ensure that specific to YouTube. YouTube on TV and other CTV platforms. So we have been partnered with YouTube for over 10 years and uh, have been uh, uh, worked very closely with them and, and support many of their largest advertisers around the globe. And we've basically built a, a tech layer that adds additional value to, again, brand safety and suitability, but we also complement uh, the native platforms and help clients with uh, planning, targeting, and driving better outcomes, uh, and also providing insights that allow them to inform future campaigns. So we've, we've always been really well known for our reporting and insights based on all of the data that we have through the YouTube measurement program, as well as proprietary data we get because we actually activate campaigns uh, through our platform. And, uh, but Insights has always been a core piece of, of our unique value proposition. And YouTube is actually a, a, uh, a paying client of ours for Insights on their own data back. And we uh, recently announced, we're announced by YouTube as their exclusive Insights partner for uh, their uh, Super Bowl, uh, which is called AdBlitz. And we've been doing that for uh, six years now. So uh, the problems that we solve, sorry for the long-winded answer here, but there, there, there's a lot in what we do. And we, again, help people across the journey of buying on YouTube and CTV. Uh, ultimately, we ensure it's safe, suitable, driving the best outcomes and uh, uh, doing so at the lowest possible cost. 
And when you say suitability, is that sort of like contextually relevant or suitable for the brand who might be advertising? What what do you really mean by that? So yes, um, so um, yeah, leveraging you know part of part of our technology has always been to leverage contextual targeting, uh, mm-hmm. but we also uniquely combine that with audience data as well as behavioral data. So contextual is uh, is becoming, it's kind of having a resurgence in the industry uh, with the uh, upcoming deprecation of cookies. Um, so we, you know, we have technology that does that, but we also uniquely combine these other data sets to drive not only, um, you know, uh, safe and suitable, but driving better outcomes for them. And, uh, and yes, it is very specific to brands. So again, there are uh, sets of uh, what, what's considered safe. And uh, there's been an industry group, if you're familiar with the Global Alliance for Responsible Media or GARM, mm-hmm. that has done a, a tremendous job of really setting industry standards around what is considered safe uh, and, and setting floors for that. And now again, the conversation has moved towards what is, what is suitable. So uh, again, the, the example I used of Rolex where they want their content to, or their ads to run against is, is again, you know, different maybe than, than where a, uh, a gaming company might. With so much content on YouTube, how do you go about even tackling that? I mean, that's you know, my, my curious nature really wants to know. I mean, yeah. I don't remember what the, the current statistic is, but every once in a while, YouTube releases this stat that's, you know, there's, well, you know, there was a billion minutes just uploaded in the last hour. And, and you kind of go, okay, how is it even possible, number one? But you know, when it comes to what you and Pixability do, how do you tackle such a large amount of content like that? Yeah. Yeah, so I guess the best way to look at it is, you know, YouTube does a a great job of figuring out uh, the safety level piece of it and what can and cannot be monetizable. So we start with the the content that is deemed uh, monetizable. We harvest that video, uh, you know, constantly. And we have a a, what is the largest library of YouTube um, content, which we leverage our own machine learning and, and data science uh, capabilities to, to basically look through all of the content, uh, uh, context as well as what's happening within the video. And we uh, are able to at scale determine, um, kind of c- categorize based on IAB uh, as well as score for what would be considered uh, within suitability category. So, we do that at scale and then make it easy for advertisers to access that library and use for their planning purposes on where they want their ads to run. So think of us as a, uh, uh, on the back end, um, you know, a large library of, of available content, and we make it easy for advertisers to pick which content uh, they want to run against. But we also give them the insights on, that would say, based upon their vertical they're in and or their uh, KPIs, this content will also perform better. Interesting. And, you know, you had mentioned CTV as well, you know, YouTube aside, I look at my own personal day-to-day 
consumption practices. And I'm a cord cutter from way back. I'm not sure that was necessarily the uh, the best timing on my part because it made sports kind of a kind of a pain for a little while there. But it's it's finally yeah. where I need it to be. Um, you know, it's estimated that a you know as time goes on, more and more of us are going to be cutting the cord, whether anyone likes it or not. How do you sort of leverage your technologies? What other platforms are you, are you working with YouTube aside? Yeah, well, we, we do start with YouTube on TV screens. That is our, um, you know, that's been built into our platform. You can target users on YouTube that are leveraging in, in the living room. So that, that, is, that is kind of our lead uh, because we, the value is there, right? They have unprecedented reach. They have unique audiences so much that, you know, Thirty-five uh, percent of uh, YouTube uh, viewers or people that are eighteen and plus that are uh, working on connected TV, they can only be reached on YouTube on TV, and then watch time as well. So you know, it, it represents fifty percent of ad-supported streaming watch time for um, content that is uh, ad-supported. So we do start there, but we have extended into. Roku, Amazon Fire, and Hulu. So why we chose kind of this particular group is we continue to innovate and expand our own offerings uh, on behalf of advertisers is within those four uh, platforms, that represents 99% of the ad-supported inventory. So we're actually the only company that a, an advertiser can come to and deliver and reach uh, audiences at, at such scale there. So one of the big challenges in, in, in the industry as people are thinking about connected TVs is it can be confusing, right? Because there's all these different bundles and you know uh, th there's different avenues. We've made it really simple for folks, whether they wanna just toe dip and see how their ads will, uh, uh, you know, how CTV performs for them and or if they're making uh, big investments uh, in CTV, which we're seeing more and more of. We have many clients that started working with us uh, on YouTube uh, on desktop, right? They've been clients of ours for a long time. Now they're actually running uh, campaigns that are specifically YouTube on TV, Roku, Amazon Fire, and Hulu. So, uh, you know, we, we're very focused uh, on those platforms. And, and, and the reason is it just it simplifies and uh, and they're delivering great results. Well, that, that those four put together really are the the who's who of any ad supported uh, content for sure. So what you're telling me then is I no longer need to feel like I'm unique that I'm one of the few people or I thought I was one of the few people that was actually watching YouTube on my television. No, I mean it's it's that is the uh, you know that that is the dominant way for folks to, uh, to to access it. And YouTube actually had a really great uh, campaign last year that says prime time is personal, right? Because there's this perception uh, now becoming more historical, but a perception of that you know if it's not through one of the major networks that it's really not considered prime time. The reality is, and the dynamics of of consumers and audiences today is what I consider prime time is, is unique to me. And, yeah. and, and by the way, a lot of content that I'm most interested in they can live on YouTube, whether that's, you know, from the, the amazing creators on YouTube to even just content from the networks that's showing up there. 
And how do things like major world events, like, for example, the war in Ukraine that's going on right now, how does that change your role at Pixability and how you kind of do business with platforms? Yeah, I mean, we, we do get when there's, and I'll, I'll focus on, on the Ukraine, there have been other occasions, especially in the, that, that hit world news. Um, our advertisers, you know, our, our, our phones get a lot busier and people reach out because uh, the, the main question is, in this particular situation, what do I do, right, as an advertiser? Mm -hmm. And the first knee-jerk reaction is, uh, you know what, we'll get the we don't want to make sure we want to make sure all of our, uh, you know, on our, our campaigns are not running on news content. And uh, we are strong supporters of news content. And, you know, we provide tools that can ensure that they can still support news content, but maybe shy away or stay away completely from uh, topical news that they want, you know, to not be around. Right. There's uh, there was that. Uh, a lot of talk about the Ab the Applebee's campaign running on CNN, right, where they had split screens and showing what was going on in the Ukraine, and then you know uh, an ad for Applebee's, and and there was a lot of pushback on that. So yeah. our technology makes it makes it uh, you know we we basically put advertisers in control. If they do want to you know stay away from from news, we can do that, but we have uh, tools that make it so that they can really focus on where their biggest concerns are just to make sure that we're also, you know, we, we want to make sure that the appropriate news uh, outlets are continue to be funded. Well, for my last question, and I like to ask this of most of my guests, how do you see the CTV market evolving in the coming five years, give or take? Um, in what respect, in terms of advertising content? Uh, advertising. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, um, you know the dollars are flowing there, right? The, the the big focus that's that's happening right now is the majority of 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 ad dollars is still tied up and in being invested on traditional linear TV, so that is uh, you know that's changing rapidly, and you now have this convergence of worlds, right? Where linear have traditionally talked about advertising in a different way and measured it differently than than digital, so. What's, what's happening, and it won't even be five years out, it, it's kind of happening now, is that those worlds are converging, right? You get the best of both worlds, you get the, the reach and the audiences on, on TV screens in the living room, uh, but now you also get the ability to measure and uh, you know, provide targeting and so forth that, that digital has always provided. So you know, that's well underway. Um, and so with that, you're going to see an ecosystem also mature. Interesting points. So, you know, you'd spoke earlier about the sort of complexities for advertisers, you know, as they exist today. So presumably then all these advancements over the next five years or less will then simplify this process for people fairly substantially, would it not? No, absolutely. It's uh, again, it's it's there's there's a lot of really uh smart companies and smart people focused on kind of bridging the linear and digital world. Uh, companies like Pixability are uh, making it, uh, uh, you know, kind of helping advertisers navigate that. So you'll see a, a ton of advancements. Uh, it'll be simpler. It'll be cost effective. It'll prove to be um, really just a, a, a extremely strategic and valuable way for advertisers to reach their audiences and ultimately sell their products and services. 
Well, David George, thanks so much for being on the show today. It was a pleasure speaking with you. Thank you, Richard. Appreciate it. Thanks for listening. For more content like this and to learn about Advertising Week's world-leading events for the advertising, marketing, and technology industries, visit www.advertisingweek.com and follow us on your favorite social media channels. Chaptering and other structural elements for this podcast are powered by Snackable AI. With the ability to unify all content in one place, have AI distill the best insights instantaneously and share them seamlessly, businesses on Snackable create more relevant value for their audiences faster than ever before. Learn more at snackable.ai.